You're listening to the Tipsy Nerds Book Club Podcast, your home for the best of science fiction and fantasy with a twist. Whether you prefer your stories with dragons or aliens, your beverages shaken or stirred, fill your glass, relax, and join the conversation with your hosts, sci-fi and fantasy authors and proud tipsy nerds, Natalie Wright and R.S. Dabney. Welcome, tipsy nerds, book lovers, sci-fi and fantasy fans. And just, you know, fans of nerddom in general to the Tipsy Nerds Book Club podcast. This is a special episode and I am your host, Natalie, right along here with, as always, with Robin Dabney. Hi, Robin. Hi, Natalie. I'm super excited about this episode because we are talking about upcoming adaptations, books to film or television, and there are a lot of wonderful ones in the sci-fi fantasy realm. And we are... Like so glad because we have a, a like a vacuum right now. We the end game, you know, kind of ended a big long story arc for the Marvel universe. I know there are more Marvel movies coming, but we have that story end. We ended the Game of Thrones, which brought a lot of emotion out of all of us. The Big Bang Theory on TV, one of our favorite nerdy shows, is over. So like sad tears. You know, with all these things ending. So, yeah, we're super excited that Hollywood and filmmakers and TV show creators are tapping the big, huge well of stuff that's out there that's already been written. So it is a great time to be a nerd. It is a great time to be a nerd. (laughs) Because it's popular. And people are making these things into shows and watching and So I've actually pulled up a list of the kind of the main upcoming shows. There's some others, and I'm going to read them off to give you guys some idea of what's coming up. We're going to react to it because some of these are new for us, but we also just kind of want to like let you know what to get excited about and what future shows we might have. Yes, definitely. I'm going to start out. First one is actually a graphic novel we've talked about on the show, and I'm super excited for this one. HBO is coming out this fall with Watchmen. Yay! I saw the little trailer for that. I think they were playing it towards the end of the the Game of Thrones, um, you know, last season. And it looked, my husband was like, what is this? This is really weird looking because he's not read the graphic novel. But it it, like there was this room full of people with Rorschach like masks on. And so I don't know if it actually has Rorschach in it or if it's almost like a cult following for Rorschach or like a militia or vigilante group that's for like Rorschach. I don't know. Some of you nerd fans out there might know more than I do because I haven't really looked it up. But anyway, I'm excited for that one. I am too. And especially with HBO taking it on, the cinematography is going to be awesome. I think that they're going to nail that noir comic book darker feel. I'm pumped about this one. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. So don't cancel your HBO subscription yet. Ah, they did that on purpose. I know. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they keep us hooked in. They do. Okay, next one is coming out on Netflix, and it is The Witcher. <gasps> Yay! The Witcher. That's a video game. Okay. That is a video game that was adapted from a book. So this is a really cool thing, right? Because normally it's the other way around, right? But now we have a book that I believe was written by maybe a Romanian fella. I mean, this is a while ago. I think um, we're going back to the 80s. Rez Sapkowski? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it started as a short story. 
And that was published. And then there were more short stories and it was sort of came, it came into a novel. There's many different versions of the stories and I haven't read any of them, but I'm just like, I'm a nerd like that that goes and looks up shit that I like. So anyway, I, I just, that's there. So the video game, like I got it because I'm, I love role playing video games, but I'm such a spaz that I could, it's like, a, you know, you have to use like all your fingers to play this one and I couldn't play it. So I, in frustration, I kind of like threw the, you know, the Xbox controller. My husband picked it up and he played it and I would like watch him play that's how good that game is in terms of like the story and the characters and like the music and everything so and henry cavill he's going to be the witcher and he has long blonde hair like legolas yeah (laughs) so very easy on the eyes very easy on the eyes so i'm looking forward to that one and if you don't know the witcher i think it would be cool to bring that story into a whole other realm i like it okay the next one bbc hbo is coming out with his dark materials which I have mixed feelings about this only because of professional jealousy. (laughs) Um, My first series, someone once told me when I was describing it to them, they were like, oh, that sounds like the golden compass. And I, you know, whenever someone tells you that, it like crushes your soul. Yeah, you get the pit in your stomach and it's like, oh, God. I need to larve. Yeah. And so they're they're touting this as like the next Game of Thrones. And it's like, well, there goes my chance. So (laughs) people are super excited. HBO is going to kill it. I need to just, like, suck it up. (laughs) How are you feeling about this one? Well, okay, so I read The Golden Compass, and I really enjoyed the book. I thought the movie adaptation was like, eh, you know, okay. But I didn't read the other books in the series. Like, I liked it pretty well, but I guess for whatever reason, I didn't feel compelled to keep reading it. I don't really see the comparison, frankly. I think it's the parallel universes. Yeah. Like, original sin type stuff. Yeah, I just think it's so, so very different. It I don't is. really think people will even see it as the same, like, thing. So yeah. I kind of get that. But no, I, I'm interested. I'm interested in it. Okay. I would be excited to see what they do with this. Yeah. All right, next one. On Netflix. Yeah. Cursed. I don't know this story. We know, I know nothing about it. Was, so based on a, on the Lady of the Lake, the Arthurian legend. I'm in. In a reimagining of the tale, Langford's teen heroine and her mysterious gift are destined to become the Lady and she unexpectedly teams up with a young mercenary named Arthur after her mother dies to find Merlin and give him his sword. So I, I, it seems like this book was pretty popular, but I never read it. And your description, I'm like, I'm in. But then when you got to the teen part, I'm like, okay, I think there's a 50% chance it's going to blow. And there's a 50% chance it's going to be like really awesome. It's Netflix, which is yeah, cool. They generally do a good job. The, the directors, wait, let's see. Or director and producer, 13 Reasons Why. I never watched that, but it was popular. Well, that kind of makes me go, eh. Okay. But, you know, we'll see. Yeah. So, we're up in the air now. We'll we'll check it out. Yeah. All right. The next one. Yay! Untitled Game of Thrones prequel on HBO. Yeah. So, totally in. I think we talked about this in one of our wrap-ups of Game of Thrones. That anything that they put out related to Game of Thrones, we're probably going to at least give it some kind of, you know, we're going to watch it and at least give it a chance and see what we think. Let me read real quick. Okay. This takes place about 10,000 years before the events of the original series, near the end of the Age of Heroes, from the horrifying secrets of Westeros' history to the true origin of the White Walkers, the mysteries of the East to the Starks of legend. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. 
<gasps> you know what's really great about all this? They give us so much stuff to talk about. We can keep doing Tipsy Nerds until we're like in diapers and 90 and, you know, like I feel like whatever. I need to cut into the show to tell everyone I'm drinking scotch from a wine glass and it really hurts Natalie's soul that my scotch yeah. is a wine glass. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like, I'm, yeah, but I'm just, I'm drunk enough that I'm not really... Yeah, but it's it's kind of a dirty. Oh, there was wine in it at one point. I know scotch. I rinsed it out. I'm like a, I'm a multi-purpose user. I'm an environmentalist. I don't waste water. Um, okay, so the next one and this one I am like over the moon about Lord of the Rings on Amazon prequels. I am a Middle Earth junkie. Yeah. Basically, if I could spend the rest of my life watching the three movies extended editions on rerun, reading the books. I think I would be happy. If there was a drug that made me think I was a hobbit in Middle Earth, I think I would, <laughs> I would be on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I actually think I'd, I'd want to be an elf. Why well, wouldn't want to be a hobbit? Because I kind of am a hobbit. I'm like short and I mean, I have my toes waxed, so they're not hairy, but they would be if I didn't do that. And that was totally too much information, but... <laughs> <laughs> Like, I think I am actually more like I would live in a little, you know, like earthen, like... I kind of like, think I'm Pippin. <laughs> okay. But also... But I, I want to be an elf. I think I'm a human. When I look at you, I think you're more of an elf. Maybe, but I feel like I'm a human. I really relate to Rohan. I don't relate to being human. <laughs> I don't want to be human, but I think if I were anything, I'd be like A-O-N, you know? Yeah. So yeah. we'll get into this more in our... Okay, we're kind of off topic, but yes, we definitely want to see anything about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Middle Earth and in there. Yeah. Okay, so the next one. Actually, this is super exciting. We've done a lot of this author on this show. Terry Pratchett has a show coming out on BBC America called The Watch, and I think it is a like kind of combination of his Discworld novels. Yeah. And we love Terry Pratchett here. We love Terry Pratchett. So I'm pumped about that. Yeah, we're big fans. So yeah, that'll be very interesting. I have not read... We, I've only read one novel, I think, or two in the Discworld series. And there's like, I think, 30-some novels in that. So there's a Good lot of material. God. Yeah, there's a lot of material. Okay. We need to drink more and read more and like... I feel like that's all we do. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, family. We're not going to like, like be with you. <laughs> yeah. We so, must read and drink. Yes. Okay. This next one is also awesome. Netflix Chronicles of Narnia. That I'm excited for. All seven, which is cool because like the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe gets all the love. It's a great story, but I am a personal fan of the Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Yeah. So I'm excited to see that. I liked the movies, the the trilogy of movies that they, they did. did. A poor job. They did well. Yeah. But I would definitely like to see a show that gives it more more room to breathe and yeah. you know just more more treatment. So, and I think yeah. we both love Aslan. We love Aslan. Yeah, I love him. Good morals to this story. Good yeah, messages definitely. All right, here you go, Natalie. This is your bread and butter. Let's hear Amazon, it. the Wheel of Time. <gasps> oh, the Wheel of Time. So I am a Wheel of Time, huge Wheel of Time fan. I actually came to Wheel of Time. So I think a lot of you know that Robin and I go to a lot of comic cons, you know, with our books over the years. And so actually the novel that I'm working on right now, I think it was like two or three years ago, I was at somewhere and someone was saying, Hey, based on the fact of what you want to write, you should read Wheel of Time because I think it's like, you know, it would really inspire you and give you a lot of ideas. And so I, I picked it up and I became a Wheel of Time junkie pretty much right away. So, but it is a lot. I mean, I think there's like 13 books, 15 books in the series. So. I think it's one of those that if you are, especially if you are a writer of fantasy, yeah. you need to read it. I think so. George R. R. Martin was inspired 
by Robert Jordan, the author of The Wheel of Time. I would guess Patrick and Rothfuss I, was as well. Yeah, I, I think that he, it's it's like there's Tolkien, you need to read Tolkien, you need to read Robert Jordan, and then of course I think you should read, you know, yes, like Brandon Sanderson and George Martin, but definitely Robert Jordan is in that lineage. I agree. Yeah. All right. This one is also exciting. Amazon as well. They are really ramping up their game with Conan the Barbarian. I am a huge fan of Conan. I have seen the Conan movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I love Arnold back in the day many times. And yeah, like this is one of those two, like where my husband like just totally does not get my attraction to like Conan, which is like, he's I a mean, man's man. Yeah. Besides the fact that it's Arnold, but I mean, just yeah. like the story, he's like, what? And I'm like, I love Conan and I like the comics. I just, I am so excited. I am yeah. nerding out over that one. And some of the creators, creatives from Game of Thrones will be working on it. So that even makes me more excited. You know, it will be good. Yeah. Apple, which I didn't know had content, content yeah. is coming with Isaac Asimov's Foundation Trilogy. Interesting. It's an interesting first thing for them to pick, too. It's That's ambitious. kind of, yeah, I think it's ambitious and it's like risky. That's one that is on our list. Neither yeah. of us have read it, but nope. we do love and have mad respect for Isaac Asimov yeah. and his role in this genre. So I'm yeah. interested. I have no yeah. idea about Apple's production quality, but I'm sure yeah. it's good. I hope so. All right, here you go. Hulu, Vampire Chronicles. Oh, okay. God, I'm like fangirling over all of this. this I want all of. I want all of this. Time to be a nerd. So, Vampire Chronicles, like back in the day, in my 20s, this is like the college era for me. I was like totally. My friends and I, we were all. This is kind of like, I guess, Twilight for a certain generation. This was our like Twilight, but I don't really want to compare them because they're completely different. But I read everything Anne Rice wrote in that in that era. Everything about the vampires, the mummies, the witches, all of it. And I am super excited. And then were you telling me, were you the one that was telling me that she's going to be involved in that? Yeah. So she and Rice and actually her son are the executive producers. So she will have a lot of control in this. I think it will be really good. I hope it's better than the movies. I'm sure it will be. I mean, she's yeah. she's in on it. And I feel like when the author is in on it, yeah. um, they're filming it in Budapest. which Oh, that oh, that'd be cool. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'm excited for that one. I am too. Okay. So we also have... Dan Simmons' Hyperion, which... I don't know that one. I haven't read Hyperion, but it is one of... And that's on our list also for NPR's Top 100. I love Dan Simmons, his horror novels. I've read a bunch of his horror novels. I have not read Hyperion, but I know it's one of those that you have to have kind of like in your mind, especially if you're a writer. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. We'll definitely have to read the book first. Yes. And then we'll check out the, the show. All right. And the last one, which I have not heard of the book... The author is a very famous author, but we've got The Sirens of Titan by uh, Kurt Vonnegut. I don't know that No, story. I don't either. I know we have some Kurt Vonnegut on our list to yeah. read. I think Slaughterhouse. Yeah. Right. Very interesting. So it's kind of cool, too, because these producers are pulling from kind of a breadth of sci-fi and fantasy. It's not just... Um, and some heavy hitters. Yeah, heavy hitters and some lesser known ones as well. But some obscure things that, that even people who read the genre may not have read. Yeah. And then some things that, you know, kind of like everybody would know. So it's very cool. It is. And I think, so one of the things we were talking about, I think we would be remiss in not discussing this, is what we would want to see be on this list. Yes, absolutely. So tell them. Tell them what we want, Natalie. Oh my gosh. We want... The prequel 
to Harry Potter. We want to see... We want multiple prequels. What we do. We do. We want many, many, many stories set in that world. It's, you know, again, it's like Lord of the Rings. If you love that, you would love to see like a gazillion things about it. But being huge Harry Potter fans, we would love to see the story of James and Lily and Snape. I would love to see more about Snape and Lily. Snape as the protagonist. In, yes. In at least one season of something. Right. And see his unrequited love and, and a younger Dumbledore and... I want to see Dumbledore and Grindelwald. And yeah. they're like the reign of terror sort of that was hinted at in the seventh book. And why Dumbledore would never take the ministry position because he didn't trust himself with power. I would love to see that because... I really relate to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, you know, because the world is so big. It is. The characters are so rich. And, you know, Tom it's... Tom Riddle. Oh, yeah. Tom, Tom Riddle. Tom sent to, through Hogwarts to become Voldemort. Oh, yes. oh my God. That was that a fascinating potential story that has not fully been developed. Would he even be an anti-hero? He's I, just, I don't... Yeah, he's maybe. Horrible. I mean, you could totally make him, though. You could make his descent down. Maybe you make him likable until he creates his first Horcrux. Yeah. I mean, there, the, you could do so much with him. But, I mean, that's one of the things... Occasionally, I'll run into people who say that the characters from Harry Potter are, are you know, like, not well-developed. And Blasphemy. I know. Blasphemers! <laughs> 50 lashes in the town square. Uh, you know, but uh, maybe. I don't know. But the thing that I think sometimes when I talk to those people, they haven't read the books. Oh, they've seen the movie. Right. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, f- just to hell with you then. I mean, fuck off. I mean, if you haven't read the books, you, have, you, you don't know Harry. Shit. Right. Your opinion yeah. shit. You don't know Harry Potter. I mean, you know, so, I mean, <laughs> you cannot base like her writing mm-hmm. and whether or not she's developed a character on the movie. Yeah. On ever. Yeah. You know, it's a completely different beast. So I think a lot of us feel like these characters, like we really know, like Tonks, for example, and, and, um, Lupin. These are characters that have just this little tiny piece in the movie. But in the book, there's just so much more richer and Luna and all these people. But yeah. of course, the parents, you know, some of them are dead by the time we get to Harry's story. Ooh, even a prequel of Defeating Voldemort for the first time would be cool. Yes, absolutely. And Neville's parents. I mean, all you know, and all the the dark the de- um, Death Eaters. Well, wow. the Death Eaters, but the um, oh Order of the Phoenix. Yes, the Order yeah. of the Phoenix, the original Order of the Phoenix. So, I mean, we could go on and on. We right. just we we would love to see that. And so that's what we want as tipsy nerds. We do, listeners. What is a science fiction fantasy story that has not been adapted yet? that you would like to see adapted or has been adapted as a movie you'd like to see as a TV show. We want to hear what are your favorites? What do you think is missing from the fandom that there's a void that should be filled? Right. Yeah, we want to hear about it. We do want to hear about it. And then, yeah, leave us a line. TipsyNerdsBookClub.com is our website. TipsyNerdsBC on Twitter. TipsyNerdsBookClub on Instagram. And Facebook. And Facebook, yeah. And we always love to hear from y'all. We we have been hearing from a lot of you lately as as the fan base grows. We enjoy and interacting with you all and hearing your thoughts. So definitely come chat with us and uh, send us your cosplay pictures. Send us pictures of you with your drinks, your books. We love all that. And we are soon going to be uh, winding down season, season one. And both of us are going to do some travel. And yes. then we're going to be back with season two, but we will continue to interact with y'all online yeah. while we're traveling in a, in a way. Although Robin, you're going to be like 
Robin's going on like a mega adventure and I definitely want to like when you all when you get back I want to like chat with you and, and we'll let Tipsy Nerds in on our conversation about your adventures in South America I will I will drink cool shit in every country I go to <laughs> and post about it. Yes, absolutely. We yes, want to see I that. I the most obscure drink in every country. Yeah. I a worthy. A worthy. A worthy. Yeah. Um, I am not drinking mare's milk fermented. I'm not drinking any <laughs> fermented dairy. I'm mostly vegan just to throw that out there. Yeah. And I'm going to lean on that as an excuse not to drink fermented dairy. I think <laughs> that that there are many reasons not to drink fermented yeah. dairy, but that's definitely a really good one. Yeah. Well, speaking of vegan, we're hungry. And we're, our glasses are empty. So we're probably going to wrap this one up. We're going to go have some vegan food and, uh, and, uh, chat some more. But, um, Tipsy Nerds, it's always a pleasure and always good talking to you, Robin. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in and cheers. Thank you for listening to the Tipsy Nerds Book Club podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share the fun with your friends and family. Love what you heard and want the fun to continue? Head over to Patreon and become a patron of the Tipsy Nerds podcast. We love our patrons. Want a recipe for a cocktail you heard here? You can find recipes as well as show notes, episode transcripts, and helpful links on our website, tipsynerdsbookclub.com. And as always, join us next week for a new episode of Libations and Geeking Out. Cheers.